Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hutsmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hutsmo Black. I hope I'm getting out this evening. Welcome, y'all. It's March the 7th, 2020, y'all. You got me hushmo driving this train this evening. It's uh, so good to be with you all tonight. We, we're going to kind of do a, 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 not a rebroadcast, but we're going to kind of touch bases on our last show, uh, February 29th, which was the last day of uh, Black History Month. Somehow last week our show got, uh, I don't know what happened. We couldn't uh, get out. <laughs> we couldn't get out, yeah. So I don't know if somebody was hacking the hush more or not, but we couldn't get out. Hey, you know what we do out here? We advocate, advocate for social justice. On behalf of America's of African descent, not because we don't love everybody, we do, but uh, by extension, we find ourselves advocating for that uh, particular community. Hey, y'all, uh, got some crazy things going on, y'all, with this coronavirus. They got over, they got over 400 cases here in the United States. I mean, the president said something about this was going to be down to zero pretty soon. This was just last week. <laughs> it, it's 400 cases in the uh, United States. I think it's like 14, 15 deaths. This thing is spreading like wildfire, y'all. Yeah? I don't, don't, don't get panicked. But this thing is spreading like wildfire, y'all. Yeah? They don't even know how bad it is because they don't have uh, the proper number of tests to uh, test people. I mean, Seattle, Washington, I think, is where the brunt of it, uh, the genesis of it, is that as far as the United States is concerned, I believe. Uh, it started in China. I, mean, I don't know. Say half the problem is the Chinese didn't uh, really get all the information out to the world in an orderly fashion. I don't, I don't know. Something crazy going on that, China had a hotel over there quarantined, y'all. Somehow that hotel collapsed today. <laughs> now, I, I I don't know what's going on over there, but that hotel collapsed. I think people killed. Yeah, they had that hotel quarantined in China. The thing collapsed today. Did it blow up? I, hey, I just said that. I said the hotel collapsed, y'all. That peanut got around Hey, something happened to it. I mean, if you got a hotel full of people out quarantined with coronavirus and the thing collapsed, how, how does a hotel collapse? I don't know, y'all. This stuff is serious. But anyway, there's five cases here in Georgia now. There's five cases here in Georgia. They uh, just announced three more today. Uh well, the Hushbow, Hushbow's standing in the house, y'all. 
Oh no, Hushbro's in the house for the next month. I might, I might get out to get some water, unless somebody want to drop some off. Unless <laughs> somebody want to drop some water off to the Hushbro, I won't get out for that. But uh, oh yeah, the Hushbro's staying in the house. Oh, I don't know what y'all doing. I ooh, I'm, I'm in that age range. They tell me this stuff can be deadly for somebody my age. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna hang out in the house, y'all. I'm trying to find some movies to watch. <laughs> hey, this stuff is serious, y'all. Y'all protect yourself. Wash your hands. Uh, yeah, I. The thing is, we're not getting we're not getting the uh, we're not getting all uh, we're not getting the correct information. Well, we might be getting uh, information, but you got to sift through it, y'all, because we're getting two or three different stories from the, this administration, and we might be getting this. I'm listening to the medical people. I'm not listening to no politician. There was a politician. I'm gonna close my ears. If a politician come on stage <laughs> like this character. Uh, uh, who's over the uh, commerce of what is this character uh, Ludlow why is he reporting on it hey, you know what y'all I ain't listening to nothing that uh, joker got to say <laughs> Larry Ludlow or what, Cutlow or whatever his name is he coming the president got him running out there uh, giving updates <laughs> come on y'all every day coming from the CDC or somebody connected with that organization I'm going to ignore it. That's what I'm going to do. Y'all take your information wherever you want uh, to get it from. But the Hushbo, I'm going to listen to uh, the medical professionals. Uh, and I think you'd be uh, wise to do uh, likewise. Super Tuesday, y'all just passed. Joe Biden looks like he cleaned house. Y'all won some 10 states. Oh, it was 11. Joe Biden wanted 11 states uh, Tuesday. <laughs> Overtook the Bernie uh, Sanders and put him in the rearview mirror. Well, not in the rearview mirror. He drove uh, Lizzo Warren out of the race. So it's now down to two. To two. In the Democratic uh, primary where he got <laughs> uh, Lisa Gilbert. Uh, uh, what's the lady today from Hawaii? You got her in there. She. I think she's just out there. Uh, she's still in it, but for, the, for all practical purposes, down to a two-man race, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Uh, if I was a bed man, which I'm not, I'd have to bet on uh, Joe Biden right now, yeah. I mean, that thing uh, in South Carolina last Saturday uh, was a... Harbinger of uh, things to come. When he gets, I think he got something like sixty-three percent of the black vote in South Carolina. You know, black vote, uh, black folks uh, tend to vote uh, in blocks, uh, and they're pr- pragmatic. You know, we we not uh, just vote for Joe Biden uh, because uh, we so uh, uh, don't like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Or any of those other uh, uh, candidates, but right now, at this particular time in our history, we got to <laughs> we got to get this guy to the White House. So we just got to get him out. And uh, 
the surest way forward right now to me appears to be uh, Joe Biden. And uh, I think he's going to be the one that I vote for. I, you know, <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't have anything against the rest of the candidates. They got some great candidates. They had some great candidates running uh, for president in the Democratic uh, uh, primary. Yeah? A lot of those folks, should Joe Biden become president, will line up in his cabinet, I'm sure, because it was a bunch of talented uh, public servants. Uh, just night and day from the calamity that we have uh, running running the country today, uh, and uh, I think a lot of those folks is going to wind up in his cabinet, and it would be a wise uh, move on his part. That's Super Tuesday. Uh, behind us now, Joe Biden has uh, wrestled the delegate lead away from Bernie Sanders, and got another Super Tuesday. Got another big one coming up this Tuesday, including Michigan and Mississippi, and uh, a couple other states voting this Tuesday. I think uh, Joe gonna wide that lead. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of. Uh, 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 needing uh, to put this thing to bed and uh, go and get behind one candidate and focus like a laser beam on getting this guy to office. Yeah. That's my observation. We Facebook friends, how y'all doing? We got a call in number one eight 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 five three eight one four. It's a free call in number to the Hushville Black Forum. Last week we were not able to uh, get out, so we 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 don't take many calls out here on the Hushville Black Forum any anyway. But uh, uh, we don't know if someone really did try to hack into our show. Uh, you know, people like to play games out here on the internet. They play a lot of games out here on the internet, but heck, I still play games myself. I worked in IT for forty years. <laughs> I I can play a few games too, but you know we don't we don't get into that. Uh, we was trying to on our show last week was going to try to enlighten you all on. Uh, a little bit of uh, black history. <laughs> uh, we like to uh, contribute as much as we can to uh, Black History Month, February. And this year we had an extra day, y'all, which is why I was saving the best for last there. And uh, as we got into the show, did about an hour and a half, and somebody uh, <laughs> sipped the Hushbow tech to much your show is muted. They couldn't hear a thing the Hushbow was saying. Y'all had to talk with them to two hours. <laughs> I had to talk for almost two hours. Ain't nobody heard a word. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they, they, they'd be afraid of the Hushbow. Little old country boy from Hampton, Georgia, y'all. Born there in 1945 in the middle of a cotton field. Yeah. In the middle of a cotton field, yeah. Hmm. I was, I was, 
I started out the show last week telling people about how we uh, this month came about. Carter G. Wilson, yeah. Carter G. Wilson uh, was uh, the one who came up with uh, a day, a day for uh, a day for black folks <laughs> celebrating. Uh, our achievement. Here's a summary from time and date. Kwanzaa is a week. Uh, celebrating uh, our uh, achievements here in this country. I like I like to think uh, it's, uh, it's more than that. Carter G. Wilson was the uh, author of the book, The Miseducation of the Negro. Yo, yo, remember the book. Hey, he published that book uh, back in 1933, The Miseducation of the Negro. Carter G. Wilson was a great, great uh, advocate. A great, great advocate for Americans of African descent. He uh, was just horrified at the uh, educational uh, structure that uh, was in place in the country at that time. And he, uh, he railed against us. Carter G. Wilson was a great, great educator uh, back in the 1920s, 30s. And uh, he came up with, uh, well, first of all, he wrote the book, uh, The Miseducation of the Negro. We're going to read you a few. Uh, we're going to read you a few uh, verses <laughs> from that book. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna first before we do that though, let's let's take a quick pause for the calls. We'll be right back, y'all. You got me hushbow driving this train. Hang in there, we'll be back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, seven PM to ten PM, right here in Cyberspace.
Welcome back to the High School Black Forum. We uh just kind of re re uh now what is it? We we kind of rehashing a little of our show that we did last week that somehow got uh I don't know I, I I'm 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 claiming the High School is claiming that it got hacked, you know. I'm claiming that the thing got hacked. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I do know the thing didn't get on the air for some reason. I should have talked for almost two hours last week, y'all. <laughs> talked for almost two hours, and that thing didn't get out there on the air. What, what do y'all call that? I mean, somebody had to text me talking about. What your show is uh your show is uh is muted. I said no. My show's not muted. What are you talking about? He said, Well we can't hear we can't hear a thing you saying. I said, Oh shoot. So I don't know. It seems, you know, just from that, that uh, something happened. Something happened now. You know, all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, they hacked into <laughs> the 2016 election. If they could hack into those computers, <clears throat> I have no doubt in my mind that they can hack the hush mode. I mean, why would they want to mess with me? I, I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, I, no, I... <laughs> we, we, this is not a... This is out of uh out of the book uh The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson talking about how after the Civil War the powers that be took control over the education of the new newly freed black people in the country. You know, after that civil war was over, some 85% of the blacks was illiterate coming out of that uh, little slave experiment that uh, that, uh, went on for damn near 300 years. So the first thing, uh, which was a good thing, maybe only a half good thing, only good thing, one of the only good things that uh, was put in place that that uh, <clears throat> uh, the newly freed uh, people had to receive some kind of education, at least uh, for the field grade education, to teach them how to read. Yeah. 
uh, to, you know, kind of teach them how to read. Uh, so, uh, Carlos G. Wilson was, uh, okay, 16, uh, or 1865, uh, until we're talking about all the way up to, uh, other 1920s when Carter G. Wilson uh, started uh, uh, when not only him but other blacks started to uh, look at the education that uh, the blacks was receiving out of slavery uh, with the uh, uh, and how that thing was going uh, Carter G. Wilson uh, concluded that uh, indeed it wasn't uh, going that well uh, for uh, our people. Uh, he uh, <laughs> kind of framed it <clears throat> uh, he framed it this way uh, let me uh, just just one little blurb out of his book <laughs> and he was he was saying that uh, uh, this is a uh, chapter uh what is this, chapter two? In chapter two of the book, uh, The Miseducation of the Negro, it says, in higher uh, institutions for Negroes, organized along lines required for people differently circumstanced, some few may profit by being further grounded in the fundamentals. Others may become more adept in the exportation of their people. And a smaller number may cross the divide and join the whites in useful service. But the large majority of the products of such institutions will increase rather than diminish the load which the masses have had to carry ever since their emancipation. Such ill-prepared workers will have no foundation upon which to build. The education of any people should begin with the people themselves. Negroes thus trained have been dreaming about the ancients of Europe and about those who have tried to initiate them. He, uh, was of the opinion that the education that the, uh, the blacks in the country were receiving portrayed, for the most part, the whites as gods and the blacks as uh, inferior people who had, had not accomplished anything at all in the world. So, By that standard, uh, 
uh, you were always be in an inferior position because of your education. He says, in like manner, the teaching of history in the Negro area has had its political significance. Hey y'all, welcome back here. I, I don't know, this thing dropped for some reason, but we're back. We were just reading uh, uh, a little excerpt excerpt from The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Wilson. This was a continuation of our show last week, last February the 29th. Uh, our last show somehow got interrupted, uh, but we're trying to rerun it again, but this thing is still crazy. Oh, something's going on. We got to see why we're paying these people all this money and can't get a clear uh, uh, a clear show out. We were just talking about how the powers that be after the slaves were set free took control of the education system here in this country and completely uh, uh, continue to enslave the people through uh, their education system. Uh I'm going to repeat it once again here. This is out of the book. Uh, This is uh, on page 84. I think it's chapter 7. Chapter 7 in the book. And he was talking about uh, the miseducation that was being taught. It says that in like manner, the teaching of history in the Negro area has had its political significance starting out after the Civil War. The opponents of freedom and social justice decided to work out a program which would enslave the Negro's mind inasmuch as the freedom of body had had to be conceded. So they took the slave, the chains off, but uh, they uh, ha- uh, had to enslave his mind, and they did that through education. Uh, it was well understood that if by teaching the history of the white man could be further assured of his superiority and the Negro could be made to feel that he had always been a failure and that the subjection of his will to other, uh, to some other race is necessary. The free man then would still be a slave. Yeah, that's, that's heavy. Yeah. If you could uh, teach uh, a person out of ignorance, first get uh, control of the education system and teach him that uh, uh, this race of people was superior in history and your race was always inferior, and that's all that he knew, that is uh, what he would uh, come to believe. That's that's what he would come to believe. If you can control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his action. When you determine what a man shall think, you do not have to concern yourself about what he will do. If you make a man feel that he is inferior you do not have to compel him to accept an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. If you make a man think 
that he is justly an outcast, you do not have to order him to the back door. He will go without being told. And if there is no back door, his very nature will demand one. <laughs> that, <laughs> that that that's some pretty heavy stuff, yeah. <clears throat> Carter G. Wilson says that uh in his book The Miseducation of the Negro that if you make a man think that he is justly an outcast, you do not have to order him to the back door. He will go without being told. And if there is no back door, his very nature will demand that there be one. <laughs> wow. That's heavy, y'all. That's heavy. Hey, you know what? Everybody need to pick up a copy of The Miseducation of the Negro. <laughs> yeah, pick up a copy of that book. It's heavy. Yeah, it's, it should be required reading. For sure, it's got to be required uh, Required in your, uh, it's got to be required in your uh, library. Everybody needs to have this book in the library, y'all. This thing is heavy. It's a small read, but I mean, this book, he put this book out in 1933, um, railing against the uh, education system that was in place at the time. Uh, yeah, real and at the education system at the time. He, uh, was a great American, and he was also the first one to come up with this Black History uh, uh, celebration. At first, it started out as a day and kind of uh, kind of uh, evolved into uh, the month of February that it is today, entire month. That uh, try, I urge everybody to try to uh, learn something about the history during that month. If you got to do something during that month, I don't know why every Every day is our history, yeah. but if you got to do something during the month of of February for a Black History, learn something about your history. A little, uh, you know, you don't have to learn that much. This is another take on how you put that thing about the. Uh, uh, miseducation in the previous of the book is he says no systematic effort toward change has been possible for taught the same economics, history, philosophy, literature, and religion which have established the present code of morals. The Negro's mind has been brought under the control of his oppressor. The problem of 
holding the Negro down. Therefore, is easily solved. When you control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. You do not have to tell him not to stand here or go yonder. He will find his proper place and will stay in it. You do not need to send him to the back door. He will go without being told. In fact, if there is no back door, he will cut one for his special benefit. His education makes it necessary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to a certain extent, y'all, here in 2020, that miseducation that Carter G. Wilson was talking about back in the 1920s and 1930s still, still has an effect on some of our people today. The miseducation of the Negro, yeah. Pick it up. Great, great read. Uh, that was our uh, little two cents that we uh, added to our Black History uh, show last week that uh, uh, for some reason got hacked and we got cut off again tonight, y'all. But we uh, back on. Uh, we, hey. Hey, you know what our motto is out here on the high school black forum, y'all? To do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on blog talk, y'all. Yeah. We, we, we can't be quiet. You're going to shut the hospital up. Hey, listen, I got a little uh, treat for y'all just for Black History Month. We're going to get into a little... I pulled down three separate versions of a song that brought me straight back to uh, my young days back in the 60s uh, that kind of put you in this black history uh, mood. uh, Sort of. I don't know why, but it does. And uh, I'm going to play three different versions of this tune right here and see what y'all think. And uh, let's see, we're going to start with, we're going to start with this one here from Marcus Miller. Uh, See if y'all can, see what y'all think of this thing. I'm going to play the original version last. (laughs) Hey, y'all, you got me, Hushbow, just having some fun this, uh, this evening. It's March March the 7th, yeah, 2020, third month of the year. They like saving times if you're on the East Coast. Starts this evening, 6 o'clock, one hour ahead. One hour ahead, y'all. So tomorrow, you're going to have a lot of daylight. <laughs> I don't know how that thing worked, y'all, but they tell me you're supposed to have a lot of lot more daylight. Is that true or just a what? What's, what's the deal? Uh, hey, check it out, y'all. Yeah. 
Hey, uh. Hey, uh, welcome back to the Hotel That was, uh, Slippin' Into Darkness. One version, uh, Marcus Miller did, uh, a version of that. A couple of jazz musicians, Marcus Miller did a version of it, and then, uh, Ramsey Lewis. Uh, I've got a, I've got the original version here. I'm going to just let you hear a little of that. Uh, just, uh, but, uh, this is what I, I got this on keyed up tonight. Just slipping into darkness, the old war tune uh, from the sixties, the late sixties, but it was read during that civil rights, uh, movement thing there. And this thing just kind of took me right back there when I hear the, uh, uh, I hear that song and uh the two jazz version of it is is uh is amazing uh how they uh, uh their take on it. Let me let you listen to a little of war. They did this live. This is not quite uh the uh, studio version, but this is their live version. They did this later on. Thank you. 
Was that me? How long was I out for? How long was I out? Now my love, L-O-V-E, brother, L-U-B-B, love. Back to L-O-V-E
Give it up for Stuart Ziff from the kitchen. Do you like reggae music? Check out the horns. Papa D. Allen, y'all. Papa D. Allen in war. Slipping in the darkness. Yeah, the Hushbow wasn't no real uh, agitator <laughs> in, during the Civil Rights Movement, but we we were more uh, we were more aligned with uh, Malcolm X than we was uh, Martin Luther King. Back then, you know, we were young and crazy. I was in the Marine Corps for most of that time. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, slipping in the darkness, uh, kind of bring me back to uh, my civil rights uh, reminiscence. And, uh, yeah, the 60s was turbulent times, yeah. Those were turbulent, turbulent times, but I came up. I'm a product of the 50s and 60s. I was born in the 40s, but I came to uh, into my adulthood, if you will, in the 60s, no doubt. Uh, welcome, y'all. Welcome to the Hushbow Black Forum. You got me hushmo driving this train this evening. Y'all mothers to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Yeah, no doubt. We uh, we try to uh, what we do we we cipher decipher things. <laughs> yeah, try to make sense out of things that. Uh, just don't make no sense, y'all. And right now, don't nothing make sense. <laughs> well, some things make sense. But a lot of things don't make no sense, y'all. What's going on in the world? Uh, we try to break it down for our audience. We try to break it down, y'all. Uh, this coronavirus thing, y'all watch yourself. Be safe. This, this is a new virus, y'all. That thing came out of China. Like I said, it started in China. Somehow, uh, <clears throat> China had a hotel uh, quarantine uh, where people was uh, locked up inside with that uh, coronavirus. Somehow, that hotel collapsed today, y'all. That thing collapsed. I, we, you know, we don't get the, <laughs> we got the whole story behind what happened or how many people got killed. <clears throat> but you had a whole hotel full of people quarantined. And all of a sudden, the hotel collapsed. I don't, you know, something, something don't sound right about that. I, I gotta, you know, that's what, hey, do some more checking on that because you, you might be off on a tangent and don't know the full story. But see if we can get some more information on that. Somebody, somebody looked that up. Something, I don't, something's wrong with that story. I think something's wrong with that story, y'all. 
I can't believe this hotel just collapsed. What do you mean, collapsed? The whole hotel just collapsed? Uh-uh. Dozen trapped in Chinese quant. Oh, here it is right here. Go back. Uh, I wanted to see that. You know, I, I'm trying to pull it up for y'all because I want to really see. Uh, uh, yeah. I let's see. Can I find that? I'm just trying to see. How many people are trapped in that hotel that collapsed? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't blame you, LeBron. Yeah, I I uh, I wish LeBron James said he ain't playing no basketball. <clears throat> you have to have to play without these fans in the midst of this virus, uh, coronavirus scare. I don't blame him. I mean, if the NBA or the powers that be see fit to keep the fans at home and away from the games, I mean, it ain't safe for the players either. <laughs> if it ain't safe for the fans, it ain't safe for the players. Well, you got them out there running up and down the floor with an empty house. I don't blame him. I, I ain't buying that. Why are people panic buying and why toilet paper is such a hot commodity? <laughs> hey, uh, I don't, don't, I don't know, but Hushville stocked up. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> hey, I stopped. Hey, I, you know, I ain't gonna call, I get caught short, y'all, because I'm going to be in the house for the next month. Yeah, that's probably gonna be in the house for the next month, y'all. Yeah. I don't know. I hey, I'm gonna be in the house for the next month. I'm gonna tell you that right now, because I'm in. The, they say elderly people who <laughs> watch out. Seventy nursing home workers show signs of coronavirus. Oh. CPAC attendee tested positive for coronavirus. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is crazy, y'all. This is serious stuff. CPAC attendee tested positive for coronavirus. Uh Uh-oh. Wow, this is heavy, y'all. The president and the vice president was at that CPAC last week. I pray for their safety, y'all. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I really do. I, hey, I pray for the president. 
I hope he didn't. They said he didn't come. Uh, the person that tested positive didn't come in contact with the president or the vice president. I hope that's true. But then we don't know how this thing travels, y'all. We don't know how this disease travels. I, I, I don't know. Wow. Says, uh, this is crazy. The president's position and the United States Secret Service have been working closely with White House staff and various agencies to ensure every precaution is taken to keep the first family and the entire White House complex safe and healthy, according to the White House. What about the American people? Hey, don't get the high school started on that. Yeah, leave that alone. That's just a story. I prep on the web, yeah. It is. Wow. Wow. I don't know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That CPAC conservative uh, get-together they have up there in Maryland every year, y'all. Somebody got tested positive for coronavirus that attended that thing last week. Got the president and vice president was there. I don't think too many Democrats was there. I don't think too many Democrats attended that thing. I don't know. They seem like me. They used to, but somehow they stopped inviting them, which is good, I guess, for the Democrats. I don't know. This is crazy. Here, too, y'all. Something about this former... Afghan veteran came down with colon cancer. He's 31 years old. That's a young age. And he's blaming it on uh, the burning of these pits in uh, Afghanistan, uh, inhaling the uh, fumes from uh, these burning pits is uh, is the cause of it. There's some 80% of soldiers who was over there during that Afghanistan war who was deployed uh came in contact with uh, these burning pits that the military was uh, operating. So that's akin to Agent Orange in Vietnam. I was in Vietnam when they was dropping Agent Orange all around the place. And uh, uh, sure enough, veterans, including myself, uh, is uh, suffering from it uh, to this day. The exposure of Agent Orange in Vietnam. Big, big problem. Uh, every war, y'all, every war is hell. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, 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 ailments and uh, diseases and all kinds of stuff come out of wars, y'all. None of it's good. 
None of us good. Yes, guy, need to go to jail, y'all. This representative Jim Jordan from Ohio, uh, uh, wrestling coach, uh, uh, something. Uh, this guy need to go to jail for uh, the abuse that uh, the Ohio State uh, wrestlers took, and uh, he was one of the officials uh, who should have prevented it. Representative Jim Jordan, they need to lock him up. They need to lock him up, yeah. Trump said he's not concerned at all with this virus. He might be one of the few. President say he's not going to cancel any rallies over this virus thing, y'all. <laughs> but, hey, let the medical folks say that uh, that, that, vi- that the virus is in that area. Guess who won't be? <laughs> guess who wouldn't be going to them? <laughs> the hush pro- Hey, the hush pro will be showing up at all these rallies, y'all. That's just me now. I mean, his followers, uh, they don't... They, what the president says is the gospel. You let you let that virus break out in one of these little uh, towns that the rally is to be held and see how many people show up. <laughs> the president will be on stage by himself, y'all. <laughs> I hope that's not the case now. You know, more, but uh, <laughs> uh, the president will be up there on that stage by himself, y'all. Hey, we're going to take a call for the calls here. We'll be right back. Oh, hang in there. You got me, Hushmore, driving this train. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Talk about the talk about the last We uh yeah found that story. Uh it says this is about the hotel collapsing in China. This uh hotel filled with uh people exposed to that uh, coronavirus. So search and rescue efforts are underway after about seventy people were trapped in a hotel collapse Saturday night in southeastern China. Officials in the city of Quanzhou see it. <clears throat> the hotel was used as a <clears throat> coronavirus quarantine center. <clears throat> People's Daily and other state media outlets confirmed 43 people have been rescued from the rubble, according to the Ministry of Emergency Management search and efforts were ongoing. Among those rescued was a young boy, his father and mother. <clears throat> the family was taken to a hospital. Quanzhou is about 600 miles from Wuhan, the epic center of Oh, I'm in here by myself, y'all. I can sneak. <laughs> I'm in this room by myself. This hotel is about 600 miles from the Epic Center. But it's just funny that uh, this hotel filled with uh, quarantine uh, coronavirus-infected people would collapse. Now, I hope there's no more to this story than just a... a uh, some kind of mysterious accident. <laughs> I, I, I hope there's no more to that story because you, if uh, they blew it up, I don't somebody a peanut girl somebody they may have blew that thing up. I don't think so, y'all. Come on, uh, anybody, anybody. Think somebody blew the hotel up on purpose. Hey. Desperate times call for desperate means, y'all. But you know, that's that's carrying that thing too far. But uh yeah, we gotta get some more information on that. And now the uh Vice President Pence said something about there's a second cruise ship circling around that they uh wanna keep an eye on. I hope those people hurry up and get off that ship. I mean, that's a frightening, it must be a frightening uh, situation to be in. Uh, quarantine on a ship <laughs> where 21 people, and this is only uh, out of 40 that was tested. There's still 2,000-some people on that ship that uh, uh, hasn't been tested. That They don't know whether or not they've got this virus or not. They only tested 40. They need to test every person on that ship, y'all, and quick. They need to test every person on that ship and quickly. Uh, maybe they will. They they have got to get everybody on that ship tested. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it must be an awful... Uh, uh, situation. 
no fatalities have been reported in the building of the 70 people there. They rescued about 30. They still look at over 40 people, y'all. So they don't, I don't know how they can, how they figure there's no fatalities. There's still 40 people missing. Twenty foot waves may be coming to the Great Lakes. Oh, wow, that's a lot of waves for the lakes up there. Towering waves were forming Thursday on the Great Lakes with swells that could reach twenty feet. Huge waves have been spotted over northern Lake Michigan following a mass of cold air that pushed a north wind over the region. Lake Ontario could get waves of up to 20 feet near a center. Wow. Scary. That's kind of scary. Yeah, here it is. Penn says U.S. tracking. Another cruise ship over coronavirus concerns. U.S. coronavirus cases top 400 as outbreak growth on a cruise ship and a nursing home and near New York. Trump says U.S. has shut down coronavirus. Dr. Gupta says that's not true. A U.S. Marine in Virginia tests positive for coronavirus. I don't know, y'all. Like I said, just uh, be careful. Don't, uh... Well, the hospital's staying at home. I'm retired, too, y'all, so... Y'all got to work, uh, do what you got to do, but uh, be safe out there. Be safe out there, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, well, yeah, you need to get to go out to the store all seriously, in all seriousness. You need to uh, get to the store and kind of stock up on some items that, uh, uh, yeah, stock up on some basic stuff that I carry over. Yeah, get some water, toilets, and all that stuff, stock up on it. We don't know where the thing is going because we haven't got any clear uh, guidance from uh, uh, our uh, officials as to uh, how long the thing's going to last, how serious it's going to be. Uh, I don't know, y'all. I ain't got a good feeling about it. I don't have a good feeling about it, yeah. I don't have a good feeling about it at all.
Oprah Winfrey took a spiel, y'all, on stage. I hope she's all right. She took a spiel. Hey, anybody can fall. I spent on feel. I spent on feel a time or two. But, uh, you know, at my age, that falling can be dangerous, you know. You know, you get the... Uh, Uh, the worse it can be for you because folks, oh, bone don't heal as well. You mess around and break your leg, <laughs> you be you can be in big trouble, y'all. I'm serious. Yeah, the only you get uh, your, your bones don't heal like they like they used to. So be careful. Look like looking at some panoramic uh, views of Mars, y'all. These are sheer pictures. Oh, we don't mess around the spot a Martian down there. I hope we don't mess around the spot a Martian. Trying to figure out what the hell we doing up there. Yeah, because I these are pretty good panoramic uh, views of uh, Mars. Hmm. Wait, what's that right there? <laughs> hey, that's real funny. Spider something, y'all. Look like some kind of rock formation. Well, I can't get no real good uh, picture of Mars, you know. They said something about that rover up there, rolling around, so it makes some real clear uh, images of the Martian surface. I don't know, they look pretty clear, but uh, you can't. I guess if you could blow it up some, you could make sense of it. Yeah, stock market, yeah, that thing fell. As they dropped like a bolt anchor last week, losing some 12% of its value, y'all. Oh, that's in the billions, y'all. That's in the multi-billions of dollars, uh, 12% of them all. <clears throat> Just the worst week since the financial crisis of 2008 9. That's pretty devastating, yeah. That's pretty bad. Seniors, yeah. Yeah, Wolf Creek <clears throat> Golf Course here in a town got a a seniors day, thirty two dollars. Uh, thirty two dollars ain't no real good price either, y'all. But that's a pretty good golf course. It's a pretty good golf course. Ooh. 
We'll have to check it out. We'll have to check it out, yeah. Yeah, the Hushbo was in a little tournament last week. Somebody said he won. I won some money, yeah. Where did I shoot? <laughs> hey, I didn't shoot by age. I can tell you that. <laughs> I I didn't shoot by age. If I had shot by age, I would have won the whole thing. Oh yeah, if I'd have, if I'd have shot my age, I would have won that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we did pretty good though. I've joined this new organization, the GSA Golf. Uh, GSA, what's, that, what's the acronym? Georgia Seniors Associ- Seniors Association. I don't know how you old you got to be, but you got to be old. Most of the folks out there are retiring. Most of the folks out there are retiring now. I, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. This is my first, this is my first year playing with this group. But, uh, This is my first year playing with this group. They uh, got some pretty good golfers. I mean, I, you, you got to concentrate, though, because they don't, uh, they want you to concentrate. They don't know I can't concentrate. It's just, uh, I never Care to be that serious about uh, the game? I like the game, but I like to play it for fun. I don't, I don't like to try to make a living at it. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> well, come on now. Oh, I, I, I can play. It's just that uh, I don't like to get serious at it. I like to play it just play it as a game and. Uh, you know, leave it at that. Some of these people, they just this little group here, they serious as cancer. You got to go out there and be on your P's and Q's. They're gonna have a hush mode to get serious about the thing. And uh They're going to have to hush and get serious about this game, y'all. But you know, those PGA professionals, they out there uh, eight days a week, eight hours a day practicing. Uh So I don't know. Uh, 
What else on the agenda, y'all? Yeah? Where your notes at? There you go. Uh, no, I guess this coronavirus is dominating the news, huh? Can can nobody can can no other news get in right now? Well, that in the presidential race, those two things, the coronavirus is a uh, front and center, though. That's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. This is a deadly thing. Uh, this thing is deadly, huh? Hey, Northern Italy, Italy quarantined 16 million people. Oh, wow. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> uh, uh, this this guy's completely uh, unhinged, y'all. I'm just reading here. Jim Acosta questioning the vice president about whether or not the president is taking this coronavirus thing serious, uh, uh, seriously enough. While at the CDC here in Atlanta uh, on yesterday, he uh, attacked the uh, governor of Washington. This is a serious issue. Uh, the epicenter, the, the epic center of the uh, coronavirus outbreak here in the United States is in Washington State, up around the CL area. And uh, here, this president, no, he's not taking it serious, uh, Jim Acosta. I can tell you that. You ain't got to ask the vice president. This guy's not taking anything serious. He don't take anything serious. I don't know. Hey, y'all. Uh, it's just about that time. We're going to cut this thing uh off here this evening. And we're going to see you right back here next week. Same time, same station, March 14th, y'all. Until then, y'all be safe. Yeah. This coronavirus ain't no joke. Hey, y'all, that's going to do it for the Hushbowl. Till next week. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. <laughs>